0: The number one job of an educator is to make all students feel like they are loved.
1: There is a quote by Aristotle that says, educating the mind without educating the heart is no education at all. And I wholeheartedly believe that, that we have to get to know our students as a whole.
2: Produced by Podcast Architects. Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Rethink Ed podcast. Today, we'll be discussing Rethink Ed. It's a pioneering ed tech platform that is a proven and valuable resource for educators and students alike. Today, we are at Socorro ISD in El Paso, Texas, and we're joined by Bianca, Angie, and Geneva. Thank you ladies for being here. Thank you for having us. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, Bianca, we'll start with you, ma'am. Yes. Could you please tell me a little about yourself and your role at Socorro ISD?
0: Most definitely. Um, So my name is Bianca Pena. This is my 10th year as a professional school counselor. I love my path that I've chosen. It enables me to work with kiddos in all types of capacities with adults as well. And so, I have been at this campus, Jean Hambrick with Ms. Lopez, um, for a couple of months now. I just started the school year previous to that. I was at a comprehensive middle school, so I went from 1,200 middle school kiddos to 300. And although it's very different, I'm so happy that I moved here because it's an amazing campus, beautiful students.
2: Angie, same question to you.
0: My name is
1: Angie Lopez and I am the elementary school counselor here at Hamburg and I actually it's it's I've been here at Hamburg for 22 years I started my path off as a first grade teacher here at Hamburg and then the opportunity opened up for school counseling I applied and I'm here right now and I can't think of a better place that I could be at I love my partner she joined us just this school year and we are just we're we're so in love we say that we're so in love (laughs) and I think that together just we, we are able to bring out many things here at Hamburg that are positive. We truly love what we do, and I think we're, we're in it for in the long run. We said we're gonna retire here together.
0: Yes.
2: It's a good plan.
0: Yes, and piggybacking off what she said, I think it's so important that you have partners that care about each other and work well to, with one another because it's only beneficial for the campus and the students because as many people say, counselors are the heart of a campus. And so by us showing our love and showing that love outward to everyone, Um, We really mean what we say and our intentions are pure and they and students and faculty like it to see that
2: Positivity is infectious.
0: Absolutely.
2: Angie back to you ma'am. What district priorities was Socorro seeking solutions for that led you to researching emotional wellness curriculum and professional learning?
1: Well, I think our, our district has a strategic plan that they looked into and it it, one of the the priorities in the strategic plan of the 2023-2027 strategic plan is to develop and to uh, grow our students with providing them with robust opportunities and I think one of those objectives that falls under a priority is that we have these opportunities for students to grow in different ways and it also provides our, our, our staff to to promote these SEL strategies for our kiddos. And it, it talks about developing our kids with social awareness skills, with self-management skills, decision-making skills. And how do we go about meeting this objective is that we, we have these strategic actions which our district has in place. And one of them talks about having a safe and comfortable environment here at school for to develop these SEL um, strategies that, that our students need. And I think that through Rethink, we're able to monitor in progress if we're meeting these objectives through one of the, the many options and, and components of Rethink, which is the student self-assessment. And uh, our teachers have the classroom rating scales as well. So we're able to monitor if we're meeting these goals, if we're meeting the objectives made by our district.
2: Bianca, the same question to you, ma'am. What district priorities was SISD seeking solutions for that led you to researching the emotional wellness curriculum and professional learning?
0: I think the Ms. has tapped on a lot of those um, components, but also in tw- uh, 2020, when COVID arose, it caused a lot of issues that um, we were unprepared for. When there was isolation, we noticed that Our students were, you know, I I look at Junieva because she was a, a baby when it happened. And when our kiddos were at home and they weren't able to join us here on campus, we noticed that a lot of our kiddos were struggling emotionally. When they came back on campus, we saw that teachers were struggling, students were struggling, and we've always talked about SEL within the schools and we've always tried to implement SEL but we wanted something that was going to work and that was gonna build those relationships because like we say, we stay in education for the kids. And what are we gonna be doing to make those connections? And so it's so important that we found a program that was able to work with all people because not all teachers have the same attitudes, just like not all people have the same attitudes. And so in um, working with teachers, one of the things we often say is, if you are a cheery, fun person, then you need to deliver your SEL lesson that way. If you are monotone and you have a dark humor, well, guess what? You need to deliver it that way as well because that's what SEL is. It's being real with your students, making those connections. And so I know that the first time we had our SEL presentation, it was beautiful because we just felt our presenter making those connections, giving us all these positive things that we could work with our adults. And so I think when We Think came in, it was kind of like a, a fresh, like a, a breath of fresh air because. We knew it was something that even our most reluctant teacher was going to be able to work with. And so I think that our district, in working with different priorities and mindsets as to why they were going to choose the program, did a great job in choosing Rethink Ed.
2: Very good. Bianca, I'll stay with you here. Okay. Can you share how SISD has supported students and other stakeholders and their wellness and mental health needs by partnering with Rethink Ed?
0: Most definitely. Um, Like previously stated, our teachers are doing modules um, through Rethink Ed that is allowing them to not only look into their social emotional learning for their students, but also for themselves. Um, Rethink has given us um, a plethora of different topics so that our teachers can ensure that they have um, a variety of mindsets in working with our kiddos. So not only are they working with our teachers to get them in the right place to work with students, but as far as with our stakeholders, we have our different meetings. We've had coffee with the principal and we've introduced our Rethink Ed to our parents. So it's just been really great because it's so accessible that we're able to share it, not only with um, our kiddos when we're delivering the lessons, but then also our teachers, like for example, One of our APs, um, a teacher sent over a young gentleman who continually had the same problem and so we started looking at those like tier three instructions, how we're going to work so that that way we are taking care of the problem and not just giving um, punitive reactions so that we're actually working to change those actions within students. So overall positive things about Rethink.
2: Very, Very good. Angie, I'll ask the same question to you ma'am. How can you share how SISD has supported students and other SISD stakeholders in their wellness and mental health needs by partnering with Rethink Ed?
1: I definitely think of student lessons. The The Rethink lessons that are provided for our students are simply amazing. I think that they they cover so many domains, so many topics, And I think our students are very well covered through Rethink Ed. For for just an example, this this Monday, we we have Rethink Mondays here at at Hamburg, and there are SEL Mondays. So this past Monday, our first graders got to see the, or got to speak about the topic, got to learn about the topic on self-compassion. And one of those topics is just how to love themselves for who they are. I think a lot of times we forget to appreciate ourselves, to value ourselves, to love ourselves, even though Uh, we're imperfect. And I think the Rethink Ed, a lot of these lessons teach our students that it's okay if you're imperfect. We're human and it's okay to embrace those imperfections. So Rethink Ed really helps our students just love themselves. And the, the lesson that first grade is doing this week is called I Like Me. And it touches on just letting students focus on what is it that you like about yourself? Do you like your hair? Is it a physical attribute? Is it an internal attribute? So Rethink Ed makes our students really zone in on those those qualities that they possess that we all possess because sometimes I think even as adults we forget that we're valuable and we have little things that we need to cherish and and celebrate about ourselves. Another thing that just Rethink Ed really touches on and really um, it's a big plus is those home connections. Uh, Rethink Ed does have those home connections where once the teacher delivers the lesson to our students and they, they touch on these skills, such, such as changing that negative talk into positive talk, they're able to take that home and teachers are able to give teacher, um, parents tips on how to continue supporting those, those skills at home. Another huge, amazing thing about Rethink Ed is that it's, it's bilingual, it's Spanish, English. So they have conexiones en casa which is amazing as well, because they're able to, we have here at Hamburg, we have a lot of Spanish speaking families. So they're able to take that home and parents are able to reinforce those skills at home as well.
2: All right, Geneva, thank you for being here, ma'am. What grade are you in and what do you love about Jane A. Hamburg School?
3: Well, I'm in eighth grade. I really love Jane Hamburg because the teachers will always make you feel welcome and they will always try communicate with you if you need.
2: Anything. Very good. Sounds like a place I'd like to go. Angie, uh, can you tell us a little about the gold award that Jane A. Hamburg School received from the State of Texas Lone Star Awards back in 2022?
1: Absolutely. Uh, the Lone Star Awards are, it recognizes school counseling programs that are effective and outstanding in the state of Texas. And Jane Hambrick was selected to be one of the, to receive this gold award and we received it in 2022 and it's it's been an honor to to be able to be a recipient of this award um it the lone star awards recognize school counseling programs for their 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 counseling program for their comprehensive counseling programs and how these our counseling programs are, are aimed to to promote student outcomes to close those achievement gaps to close those opportunity gaps to just increase student outcome and i think that being a recipient of that award it was truly a, a blessing, it's an honor. It, it took a lot of work, but it, it's a team effort. It took not just counselors, but it was a, a everybody, all stakeholders involved, parents, students, our administration, our custodians. It, it's a team effort too, to receive this award. And we're, we're very honored. It is a process. So we started off at the bronze level, we moved up to silver, we eventually reached gold. And this past summer, we got recognized for our national ASCA RAMP award. So we are a national ASCA RAMP award school.
2: Impressive. Thank you. Bianca? Yes. How does Jane A. Hamburg take steps towards aiding the mental health of its students and staff?
0: I think that, like we had previously mentioned off camera, is that um, Andrew and I work really well together. And so we are constantly delivering that positivity to our staff, to our students, because if someone doesn't feel comfortable with us, it's very hard to come in and talk to us about these things that are plaguing our lives. And so one of the things we do is we constantly remind our students how much we love them, whether it be on the announcements, whether it's like little things like walking through the halls and greeting our kiddos. Like I see them, I'm like, good morning, beautiful, or good morning. I hope you have a beautiful day. It it starts with those connections because my thought is maybe Ms. Geneva doesn't need me right now, but if she is having um, a date where she needs to speak to somebody, where she really needs somebody to hear her out, perhaps she'll know, Hey, I know my counselors care. I know that they are constantly looking out for us. And so, I'm constantly doing that. So I tell people, our job is like nonstop because we have bad days too. And there's days where, you know, we come with those invisible backpacks where, you know, I had a bad morning or um, flat tire and I get to school and I have to turn it off because how am I going to serve my community if I'm walking around with a frumpy face? And so by constantly making those relationships, we're working at those milestones to work on that comfortable level so that teachers can talk to us about mental health our teachers can um, feel free to come and see us as well, because we do especially, I I hate to to harp on, on COVID, but COVID did a lot of things to our families. It did a lot of things to our teachers. We had several teachers that were struggling. And by being a counselor, we got to work with our teachers in a different capacity. And we start off by ensuring that we are positive because who's gonna to come to us if they can't trust us building relationships. So we are constantly building relationships with our teachers, with our students to ensure that when the time happens that if they have any issues with their mental health, they can come and speak to us. top of that, we're constantly giving classroom lessons. We're giving lessons to our kiddos about suicide prevention and awareness. We are talking to them about, um, our teachers, about mental health issues that, are stru- are, that our students may struggle with. So we do a lot of awareness, just so that we know, and we try to make it as comfortable as possible, to let them know that hey, many people struggle with mental health, and so um, I'll share with kiddos often that I struggle with anxiety, that it is something that um, plagues me. I didn't even know I had anxiety until I became a counselor. I just thought everybody had those feelings uh, of nervousness or, or you know, um, and so I talk to kiddos. It's very normal to talk about it, and by sharing, it is our hope that we are showing our community that it is okay to talk about mental health because if we're able to make one kid feel comfortable, maybe we can stop those imminent thoughts of suicide or those really dark places or let them know that they're not alone. So we're constantly building relationships in hopes that we can help one or several people.
2: Angie, over to you now. What kinds of fun programs does j Hambrick have for its students? And how has Rethink Ed played a part in that?
1: We love fun. We love fun. So uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is um, our PE program, our physical education program. They have kite day, they have wheel day, they have bubble day, they have chalk day. And sometimes we think, well, how does this uh, tie into Rethink Ed? And I I think a lot of it, it, it's a, there's a huge connection between the classroom and for example physical education and uh, the lessons that are delivered to our students through rethink ed touch a lot on social skills and how to take turns and how to wait your line and turn and be patient and be caring be a good friend uh, share if you don't have a kite or if you don't have bubbles so without knowing a lot of the lessons that are provided in the classroom carry on into, for example, physical education. So a lot of our students are able to use those skills that they've learned in class, even in PE. So, and, and the amazing thing about Rethink Ed is that it has that health and PE connection as well. So a lot of the lessons lend themselves to not just the classroom, but outside settings, whether it's the cafeteria, our physical education department, music, whatever it is that the students are, are involved in. So it's it's amazing that a lot of the the rethink lessons do carry on into other subjects of the in our students' lives, other areas of our students' lives. Another fun program that I can think of is we have our district's Team SISD All Star, and it's a program in which students are recognized for positive character traits. And it we have the word Team as an acronym, and it starts for it stands for trustworthiness, empathy, accountability, and mindfulness. So rethink yet they go hand in hand because all those character traits are taught through Rethink Ed and our students are, are made to see that there's, there's something fun. We have a little celebration for them. They go to our cafeteria, we invite parents and they're recognized for, their, for displaying these positive character traits. And I think that through Rethink Ed, they're supported and they're, they're just ingrained in them through, through the classroom lessons that are provided in class.
2: Okay, Geneva, I'll come back to you, ma'am. Uh, how have the Rethink Ed lessons helped you grow as a student?
1: Rethink has helped
3: me grow as a student because it made me feel more confident and it has made me be more open-minded to my teachers. I knew that if I wasn't that open-minded, I knew that I was gonna um, be in the dark. I always thought I was always alone, but Rethink has made me um, communicate with everybody, with my counselors, to open up and to feel comfortable who you are, with who you are.
2: Good answer. I'll follow up with that one now. Uh, what have you learned from your Rethink Ed lessons that has made an impact on your ability to focus on your own emotional wellness?
3: Well, Rethink has made a huge impact on me because with those lessons, it has gave me so much advice. It made me realize that everyone that you are friends with, your teachers will always be there for you no matter what the situation is. If you are having trouble with something, they will always be there. Your Rethink lessons have made me realize that I am very um, open-minded because it has made me um, feel like my teachers can be there for me. That's
2: a good answer, too. Bianca, back to you, ma'am. What has surprised you the most about working with Rethink Ed?
0: How easy it is. It is, it is so easy to pick up from week to week. And I think that that's what we need for our teachers because um, in being in the classroom, working with students, it is not only a physically hard job, but it is mentally taxing. Anybody who's worked in public education will tell you that our job, you const- your brain is constantly thinking. Um, if a student makes a comment, well, how are you gonna combat it? What are you gonna come back with? Not only are you teaching, but you're also doing um, Classroom management, you're also making sure the students are behaving because like my Geneva knows, sometimes we have the naughtys in class. And so teachers are constantly thinking. And so when we give them a program like Rethink Ed, that is so easily accessible, um, not only that, but we have um, a scope and sequence. And so every week they can go to it, they can click on their link and then it's right there for them. We love that because our teachers have so many things to worry about, making a program that is right there, that is user friendly, it's a plus. All around.
2: All right. Geneva, I'm coming back to you. What is your favorite part about the social skills and mental wellness activities?
3: Well, the social skills have made me open up, as I said before. Those lessons have, I have seen that many people have improved with their feelings. They don't keep them to themselves, because I've seen that they always keep them to themselves, and they always take it out on other people those reading lessons have made them open up to the teachers, the counselors, and everyone.
2: Angie, I'm coming to you now. What is Jane A. Hambrick's whole child approach to wellness?
1: There is a quote by Aristotle that says, educating the mind without educating the heart is no education at all. And I wholeheartedly believe that, that we have to get to know our students as a whole. And I, I love to eat, I, I love to eat. I, even if my tummy is not fed, if I'm not fed, I'm not working properly. And I think that's just part of the whole child learning their hearts, learning their minds, learn, have they been fed, have they slept well? And the more that we, we dive deeper into getting to know them as a whole child, what, what their likes are, what their dislikes are, their delights, their fears, whatever it is that, that's going on with that child that particular morning, because a lot of our students come in with situations that happened at home, and we have to take the time to learn them as a whole and what's going on with our students. I think it gives us the opportunity to set them up for success and in turn, get them ready to to learn. Because if, if something's going on with their mind, with their heart, with their tummy, whatever it is, learning is not gonna happen. So I think it's a very, very important part as, as educators that we have this whole, whole child approach to where we know our students wholeheartedly and everything about them. And I think Rethink Ed is that fuel for our hearts, not just for our hearts, for our teachers' hearts, for our students' hearts.
2: Bianca, I'll ask you the same question. What is Jane A. Hambrick's whole child approach to wellness?
0: Well, I can't follow that one up. She started with, I was gonna say, well, like Barney said, (laughs) right? I love you, you love you, we're one big happy family. I'm just like, she had such a great, but (laughs) how am I gonna follow that up? Um, But in all honesty, um, I think that uh, Andrea hit a lot of those topics, right? The whole, the food. So in the classroom, I think that um, Geneva had brought it up before that we had had breakfast in the classroom, which is how we start off our day. All of our kiddos are fed. Our campus is what it's 86% socioeconomically disadvantaged. So we do have students that are blessed that have breakfast at home, but we have a lot of families that are struggling to eat. And so if they are coming to home hungry, they are unable to learn. And a lot of times they're seeking attention. And we know that our kiddos who are seeking attention aren't always gonna seek it in the most positive manners. So with that said, we start off and we feed our kiddos and then remind our teachers all the time SEL, we love our kiddos because when I went to college, um, I had a professor who said that the number one job of an educator is to make all students feel like they are loved. And so when we love our kiddos, when they see that, they're able to learn, they are able to feel safe because if they are reactive, they are never going to learn in class. So it is just so important that we take care of our whole kiddos, our mind, our body, our soul. So we start off by their body, taking sure, making sure that they are fit their soul we are constantly reminding them how much they are loved whether it be on the morning announcements whether it be in the halls whether it be a small greeting we are constantly taking care of our kiddos in any which way we can so we're all on board we have a very positive leadership team that is constantly working out there that they're out there in the halls as well showing their faces so that the kiddos know who they can reach out to and then we have a lot of support from our district personnel as well so we are working to ensure that we are not just thinking of scores because so many times when you think about school, we're just worried about scores. And it's so important for the kiddos to know that they're more than a score.
2: Well said. You did a nice job following that up.
0: (laughs) I I had to. She did so great. I I was looking at her answer and I was in awe. I was like, you are one smart lady. I like you.
2: (laughs) Geneva, I'm coming back to you now. What's something new that you've learned from the activities you've participated in within the Rethink Wellness program?
3: Well, in one of the videos that I have watched, it showed me how grateful it is. You may not see it, like your parents have been working super hard to give you food a shelter, anything you please. They work so hard and you really don't say, I'm really grateful that you gave me this or that. So that SEL lesson, gave me a touch in the heart because it made me realize that I should say more stuff to my parents and why I'm grateful for them.
2: That's very nice. All right, Bianca, what would you say to school districts that are considering partnering with Rethink Ed?
0: Oh, I would tremendously recommend it. We have been able to utilize Rethink Ed in so many different capacities. Not only are we getting our SEL lessons to our kiddos, like Ginny was able to mention that lesson where how many times do you hear eighth graders thinking of gratitude towards their parents? It's beautiful. And so we are using it for those classroom lessons. We are touching teachers because we are giving them different types of mental health awareness. And then on top of that, we have the community aspect components. So there are so many great things about Rethink Ed, but ultimately I think the biggest draw to it is that it, is, it actually works. So many times we have our teachers, and and I always use teachers as our baseline because they're the ones in the class, they're the ones delivering the lesson, and they are very adamant and passionate. If something doesn't work, they're gonna run to us, they're gonna let us know this isn't working, we're not able to um, effectively utilize this for our students. And since the implementation of Rethink Ed, we have heard nothing but positive things from our teachers. So bottom line is if it's working for teachers, it's working for kiddos. So we would strongly recommend it.
2: Angie, I'll ask the same question to you, ma'am. What would you say to school districts who are considering partnering with Rethink Ed?
1: I would definitely say wait no longer. Uh, like Bianca covered, said a lot of the, the things that I was going to say as well, but it, it's just such a, it's a program that lends itself to so many, so many things in positive ways. It's fun, it's innovative, it's it's memorable. I think for a lot of like Geneva just just brought up the, just thanking her parents, it's memorable. It's it's relatable to a lot of our students because it, I, the tiered instruction that, that it carries on, it's relatable to not just a, a certain uh, demographic of our students, but to all of our students, which is what we want ultimately, to to hit all of our students in different ways. It's, it's just user friendly, like Bianca said that as well. It's so easy to use, the lessons are provided, the materials are there, it's just so user friendly even for, for a newbie trying it out. So I would definitely say, Try it out, it, it's an amazing program and it has it, its positive effects on, on students, on our staff, on our community, because it does have those home connections as well. So it, it's, an, it's an amazing program. Like anything new, we, we've got to try it out before we, we discard anything, but just trying it out was amazing for our campus and we are seeing those positive results.
2: Well, I wish you continued success, all three of you with Rethink Ed here at Socorro ISD. Thank, and you. thank you. thank you for having us.
3: Thank you. And
2: for everyone else, please like, follow, and share. And thank you for tuning in. Produced by Podcast
1: Architects.